What would you say you do here? I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to Cheeky, Cheeky Love. Love. He's Mark. And she's Geo. Okay. We're back. We're back. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. We're back. We took a little break. We did. Yes. It's Sunday, January 31st, 2021. Made through our first month, everybody. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Cheeky month. Yes. Um, so that actually, um, I guess we'll maybe, so the reason we missed a week again <laughs> uh, is because uh, we were doing something more important. We were just taking a break. We you know we were, had a lot of other things going on within yeah. our lives that we just decided, you know what, let's just take a break. Let's just breathe it out, take a weekend, you know, and then here we are. We're back here to grace you with our presence. And I know you miss us, but we we sometimes just sometimes we just all need a break. I mean, I don't know, like when when you when you call it a break it it like it makes it sound like we were like on vacation and we for sure were not like, no we, we were, were busy yeah we were busy helping helping your mom move and downsize and get rid of stuff we were doing like ooh, donation runs junk runs i'm pretty sure there was at least one week where i can say i think like four out of five of my dinners was so late at night that it ended up being fast food yeah there was i think it was like six six days in a row we like went to your mom's to do stuff like it, it was oh no it was, i think like, i feel like it's more than that it now. was more than that for you for me i know it was friday saturday friday saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday yeah maybe thursday no you didn't go thursday okay so yeah um but yeah definitely like yeah we've been busy it was a lot um and we didn't record last weekend because we just needed like to focus on survival yeah we just need to get you know Get the packing and all that thing yeah. kind of done because once yeah. the moving day came, you know, you couldn't look back. So, yeah, yeah we're done. We're, we're back. We're here. We're back. And so I did. We are. Yeah, we're recording. I know the font's different, though. How, where? Unlike the time. Okay. That doesn't matter. I know. I just noticed it, though. For the home listener, um, we just referred to something you can't see and is not important. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean, I don't mean like, I didn't. Okay, look. I need to get, like get all microaggressiony, like mm. what you say isn't important because that's not true. You're raising your eyebrows quite heavily at me, so I feel like you know. Yeah, they're jacked up. Yeah, you're just trying to, you know. So once upon a time, <laughs> I I mentioned an interest in some kind of name for mm. our fans, mm -hmm. and I have that word now. Okay. What okay. would you? What was? You, what is your suggestion? Um. Right. So you're you're under the illusion, like a lot of people, <laughs> that that we still live in a democracy. That's very cute. Um. So the name for our fans. Suggestion. Slapheads. Slapheads. The slapheads. Our slapheads. What's up, slapheads? And then you know we can like we can we can riff on it. Originally, I wanted to call them smackheads, but then that makes them sound like drug addicts. Which, like, I don't think would be very well received. But, like, slap heads, right? You got the slap of the week. Come on. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, my God. You actually don't hate it. This is a big deal. I, I don't hate it, but I, I, will, I would like to go to the chalkboard with you. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, like, let, let's brainstorm. Like, real time. So, we got smack heads, slap heads. Um, hitters. Pipe hitters. Cheeksters. 
Cheeky hitters. Cheeksters. I don't know. I don't know. Like, our podcast name is kind of odd. So, mm-hmm. cheeky love. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Booty smack. I'm just. <laughs> ah, no. Booty slappers. No, we're not. Booty do- clappers. No, God. Slappers and clappers. Slappers and clappers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mutters and putters. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. We'll, we'll be workshopping that. Uh. So, how about you check in there, sweetie pie? Um, all right. I'm good. I'm just happy that, like, I just feel, I feel so tired that I just. Like, still? No, no, no. I feel a lot better now, but, like, I still feel like I, it's going to be a slow. There's the aftermath. It's Yeah, it's going to be a slow time for me to climb back up. Just because, yeah, with my job and then, like, helping my mom all the time with the move yeah. and everything. That was a And lot. that was a lot. And that was just, like. You know, running back and forth from Vancouver to Burnaby and having to like, you know, getting home at like 1230 in the morning and being like, okay, I have six hours to sleep and then I can get up and go to work. And it's just like, it was a lot, but I'm happy she's in there. I'm happy she's done. I hope she'll, I know it's going to be a big adjustment for her going from a home to, you know, a condo, condo, you know, a detached house. So I think, you know, I think she'll really like it hopefully. And I think it's just a shock for her because also too, like people are set in their ways. And when you have dealing with people who are older, especially in their sixties and seventies, they're coming from a different generation Mm. where they still like some things of this time, they still just don't understand necessarily or even want to try to understand. Well, you know, what's funny not to like jump in on your check-in, but it's funny how like you still like you use the word home Mm. when you're describing a detached house. I know. And, and it's like, and it's, and it's almost like you've, your mom uploaded that idea into your brain. I mean, well, it's, it's from our upbringing. Yeah. Our, our idea of home is the home, is the home we grew up in, which were detached houses. Yeah. But in my mind, it's like it, it, it's almost like it's like a subtle subconscious way of saying only a detached house is a real home. No. Which which obviously neither of us believe no. that. But but like in in some weird way, people do kind of believe that. I think well also too, like I think people who when they talk about home or like their parents' home, they think of just the home they grew up in. Like the yeah. only like for example, like if you moved around a lot and you had a different place all the time, then probably for you it's a little bit different. But if you're somebody who always grew up in the same damn house from when you were, you know, elementary school, high school, moved out, like that was your parents' house, yeah. you just think of it at home. Like that's why even like in my cell phone, like I didn't change the number because it's still my mom's house number. It's just it's in a different place. Like she's in a condo now. Right. And I think it's kind of like, it's true. Like when I say home, I think, I think of a house. Cause I think of my personal experience of right. me growing up in a home that was a house. Yeah. But I realized when I was talking to my mom that she really uploaded that, like you said, totally. to think like home house. So condo is not a house. And it's like, no, yeah. like a home is where you fucking make it. It could be, right. it could be a townhouse. It could be a condo. It could be a detached house. It could be, you know, an apartment. it could be apartment. It could be a fucking brick road on the side of the street. It doesn't matter, whatever. Mm-hmm. But whatever you decide to make home and make yourself feel like a home to you, that's what I think of as right. home. That's why, like, even here for us, like, this is our home. Yeah. Like, I don't think home is in, like, a detached house. Because who the fuck has a home? Not a lot of people. Yeah. You know. it's like, In that old school way of yeah. saying it. Gotta, gotta recognize your privilege. <laughs> um okay i'm sorry please yeah no 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 that was that was you know i'm just happy she's in there like i like i really like the place i really like how it's set up and laid out she's very close to a lot of things yeah. super close to costco so you know i'm gonna be walking around with fries in my hand all the time that's i don't great. give a fuck very good I don't give a that's fuck. a very healthy choice yeah it's gonna be great um 
And uh, yeah, and then I just, yeah, like I basically KO'd. Like I was just like, I was hitting a wall at work the other day where I was just, you know, the oh, phone, the phone, too. the phone didn't ring, and I'm sitting there writing something down. I could feel my eyes closing, and then yeah. I realize I'm like, I'm about to fall asleep in yeah. my chair. Like I was driving home Thursday, and I oh, know maybe it was Friday, and like I was falling asleep at the wheel. Yeah, like it was dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I said, you know what? She's in there. We're done this weekend. I'm not doing a damn thing. Like yeah. I just even yesterday, like I really just ran in and out of bed for most of the I day. Know. Because it was just too much to do anything else. I think I ran one errand and I was like, this is too much. I need to go back to bed. So, yeah, I just needed that nice little recharge and refresh. And I think now that I have more of a steady job and a steady a steady, step, steady schedule, a steady yeah. schedule. We're going to get you into speech therapy ASAP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> out. Then, you know, I think that'll really help me have that kind of consistent flow of like, mm-hmm. you know, having those mental breaks and things like that. Because I think... It was a lot of change. It was the end of the year. It was moving time. It was new job time. It was a whole new routine time. And it was a lot. So it, Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. It was a lot at once to try and juggle out what was most important. Because I'm like, okay, like, I have a new job. That's important. And I got to help my mom move. That's important. And I got to fucking, you know, like, there's just a lot. So That's very, uh, that's an important thing to actually, like, point out is, yeah. you know, Every, like every, every so often, you know, continuously through our lives, I think we go through these waves of when you're in the shit, mm-hmm. you know, which means like you really have multiple important commitments yeah. that you almost can't like that you can't just quit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unpleasant, <laughs> but... Also, if I can be an old man for a minute, it does build character Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, there's there's lots of lessons to be learned from that stuff. Lots of learning about patience, resilience, you know, expect whatever the fuck. Yeah. And some sometimes like you just have to just keep marching forward and do your best. And, you know, it's not going to be great, but sometimes stuff just just has to get done in a moderately acceptable fashion while you're kind of while you're getting it from all angles and moderately then you know what? acceptable fashion yeah look at you shit you sound like you were Freshar. i should <laughs> um, i want you to know that in like in another world in another lifetime i think i would like be pretty great in hr yeah but um who knows actually i had a dope uh teacher in hospitality management who worked in hr her name was Susan. I shouldn't like blow up her spot or anything. She probably wouldn't want to be associated with someone like me. <laughs> but she was uh, she was a phenomenal teacher. You know, I know a thing or two about teachers. Both my parents were teachers. Yes. I was kind of brought up by teachers because yeah. um, even like their friends. And uh, you can tell when someone has it. Yeah, like they got that talent. It really works for them. It's a special skill set. Yes, it is. And, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, HR is kind of like a weird thing that, like, I don't even really know much about. Human resource. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it still, it does encompass quite a lot. Like, yeah. it encompasses hiring and firing. That's kind of what everybody thinks about. Yeah. But then it's also training. Yeah. You know. Um, Protection for employees. Yeah. Um, there's a lot in there. Yeah. Damn. Well, that is basically my check-in other than the fact that, sorry, just to just throw this in there. I went yeah. to dinner with a girlfriend on Friday night. I don't know if we're supposed to be out, but we were out. Sue me. 
Um, I mean, please re- don't sue me though. If restaurants are open. Then, then exactly because right. also restaurants too, are open for dining. We went in a timely old woman fashion. We booked our rezzo for five forty fucking five. Yeah. Right, like we're talking supper time. Right. Okay. We get there. There was barely, barely anybody in there, and they were very, very well separated and had everything separated. Um, and then. As like an hour or two rolled by, it got a lot busier. And I was like, oh shit, there's a lot of people in here. Were the tables social distance? Yes. Were there like barrier things? Yes. Okay. Um, But it was just interesting to me because I was just like, okay, like. Servers and masks. Servers and masks. Um, Server we had was very good. I really liked him. He was really legit. He was, he gave us the truth about the gluten-free. He's like, I'm like, don't fuck around. We're spending money here. Okay, mm. gluten-free religion. Right, give me, give me the juice. Give me the juice. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. like, you can't, you can't really tell the difference. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I did eat your leftovers. Yes. And the gluten-free pasta was good. Yeah. The gluten-free pizza was pretty good. Yeah. Also, I mean, it was cold at the time. The gluten-free pizza is a little more doughy than I would like because I like it a little bit more crispy. Ooh, I like a dough. I like both. I like both, but I like it a little bit more crispy on the edges, doughy at least. I mean, if I could, if I could make like a sandwich where the bottom is one kind of pizza and the top is the other kind, and just like smoosh it together mm. and just be in like, <gasps> I mean, I would, I would have to like eat that alone. Like oh there would be God. a lot of like shame oh. involved. Deep dish pizza, regular pizza on top, uh-huh. flip it, cut it, right. you get like, oh, oh. What do we call this new invention? Like a Zaw sandwich. I don't know. Piss sandwich. A sandwich. Um, oh my God. Good. A sandwich. A sandwich. Sandwich. Come on. Yeah. I mean, are we Copyright. opening? Yeah. Copyright. Copyright. Trademark. Reserved. Trademark. Cheeky love. Cheeky love. Trademark. Boom. Um, but that was very good. It was really nice to get together with her. And I really like, I miss, that's one thing we were talking about. I'm like, we grew up in that age. We're getting together and we went out, we went for dinners, we went partying. Like we had like a good ass time. And I'm like, now that we're a little bit older, we don't do that as much. But like, I think those memories, like I would never like trade those or anything. Cause we were at like the right age. Like we weren't, it's not like we're fucking trying to party in our thirties. You know, like, oh my it's just God. like, you see some people where it's like, sweetheart, well, you missed the bus. I know. <laughs> By like 10 years. I what are you doing? When I used to work at a bar that like kind of turned into a nightclub, you'd see the older people like coming in for fun. And like, I don't know, actually, maybe we're being assholes. Maybe. Like, you know what? Fun. You, you don't be ageist about fun. That's true. You know what? If, it, no, no, if, it's, if it's legal, you're not hurting anybody. No, no, there's fun where it's like you're going out for fun, but then right. there's fun where it's like you don't know how yeah, old you are. I know. You and still like think you're, you're, you're trying 25. to Yeah, you're trying to flirt with like a 19-year-old. Like yeah. You could, be, you could be their aunt. Their auntie. Yeah. And yeah, so that's where I was kind of like, oh, like, but it was really good to get together and just like shoot the shit and, you know, kind of discuss life and its difference, you know, because we've known each other for so long that it's like, holy fuck, like we're almost 30 and like mm-hmm. we've been friends since we were four. Yes. So it's just like, holy shit, you know? And it's like, just like remembering like different stages of like life things and like with other friends oh, yeah. and stuff. And, you know, it was really, really good. But that was kind of my my check-in. Came home, a little tipsy, which is great. You know, they had Lambrusco, best red wine ever. If you like a little sparkle, it's a little refreshing, mm-hmm. but you still get the red wine to it. I'm telling you, it's adult grape juice done right. Lambrusco. I think it's like it's our favorite red wine, but I bet wine snobs look at it like we're just like children drinking Kool-Aid. I know. They're probably like, oh, they drink sparkling brown and brusco. That's rose. for like Italian farmers. I mean, sparkling rose is essentially juice, just like Lambrusco is essentially sparkling grape juice. It's fermented juice. Yeah. It's mostly grape juice. I know, but it's sparkling. So it's true. Like, I mean, if they put that shit in boxes, listen. Sparkle, put one sparkle. in every one of my lunches. But also I do like I do maintain, like every time you go out and have have a good time like you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like ill 
No, well, this time was a little bit weird because I, I don't drink as much as I used to. I'm just getting fucking old. Right. Because I used to be able to drink like a fucking fish, come right. home, and then go to Pilates the next morning or right. yoga, whatever uh-huh. the fuck. Now it's like I have three drinks and I feel like shit by 4 a.m. Yeah. But I think it's also too like going to bed and not having to like not bur- maybe not burning off the liquor in some way. I like don't know. like your body processing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some- I ate though. Like I wasn't just drinking right. and not eating. Like I ate. You're probably dehydrated. Yeah, maybe. But I also drinking water too. Anyway, so that's my check-in. Okie doke. Uh, I mean, yours okay. are always very long, but you're gonna have to try and figure yourself. No, out. No, I don't. I don't want to. Hold on. <laughs> I deserve a double wide. Check in. Double Y? Yes. <laughs> because, because uh, we skipped a week. You want a double Y check in? I don't know. It's just like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want boundaries. I don't want limitations. You know what? Well, you I know want, what? I want an unshackled check in. You know what? Well, I'm going to go, you know what? Then I want to re-up on a little refreshment and we'll come back with your double Y check in then. Fine then. All right. We'll be back. Okie dokie. I'm getting greedy with my check-in time. Uh, double wide, double wide. So actually, this is, I've got something that I meant to mention, and this is from 2020. This oh, okay. is This is like a December 2020. So this is like over a month old, but it's something that really stuck out to me. Okay. Um, I didn't, I didn't mention on the podcast that actually for the first time in my safety and first aid career, I actually gave someone first aid. That didn't come up. I feel like it might have, but I don't continue. think so. I don't think I don't think I like got into it. Okay, go into it. So, at um, at a, I was working at a job site in Richmond, and uh, I'm in my little first aid room, and um, a bricklayer. Mm-hmm. I guess like I should, yeah. I'm not, I won't use like names or company names or locations or any of that shit. Okay. Um, to you know maintain anonymity, but uh, so a bricklayer had just kind of. He'd hit underneath his thumbnail with his little trowel, and it didn't hurt much, but um, it was bleeding. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, most of the time in construction first aid, it kind of is just giving someone a Band-Aid. Yeah. Um, you hope. You know, you don't want to have to, like, put on a tourniquet or something, which I do know how to do. Yeah. Theoretically. Um, and so, but it was weird, because he was just like, oh, yeah, I just have a cut. Like, I just need a Band-Aid. But then he started... Like kind of getting a little wobbly, like a little woozy, oh. and he's like, "Oh, oh!" He's like, "Oh, fuck!" Like I can't, I can't stand the sight of blood. I'm like, "Oh shit, okay." And um, and he was like, and he was like, "I just need a second. And so he's just like sitting down, and he's like still kind of like yeah. swaying out a little yeah. bit. And I was like, "Uh, I think you need to like come into my little first aid spot here yeah. and like actually get, get some first aid." Yeah, and um. He so he sat down. I was like, let's get you a cup of water. But it was but it was weird because I was like, I was like, it kind of like some of my training kind of came back just but more so in the sense where like sensing how, how he's feeling. Yeah, and 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 you know, even just the wording, like describing the person like as your patient. It's like, I have a patient. Like I'm respond like I am now responsible for this person. Like, you know, shit just got real. Yeah. So you're basically I'm, an MD. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, give me, give me the degree. It's cool. Uh, but, you know, it's like I sat him down. I just like, I got him a little cup of water. But like, he was still like, he just still wasn't even drinking the water. Like, he really needed some time. Yeah. I thought he was going to snap out of it. But I was like, oh, no, like, we're hanging out for a yeah, bit now. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, well, like, let me clean off your thumb. And like, I put on my gloves. And, but here's the thing is like, it, it was intimate. 
in in a sense that like you know this is like one man yeah. like kind of taking care of another man like yeah. and a stranger like we're not friends yeah, 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 yeah. like we were cordial yeah but um but i was just like this is so strangely intimate it like, is. In, a, in a weird way like i'm i'm caring for you like 100%. i'm responsible for you yeah you know and he was like he like people are vulnerable as fuck when it comes down to it too and i mean it's so weird how just like like the sight of blood for some people, it just like some grown ass men. You will see yeah. some grown ass men fucking freak. Yeah, and it'll 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 scramble you up a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, and and I was and I was like, okay, like I need to I need to like sort this guy out, right? Yeah. So I mean, you know, put like cleaning cleaning his thumb and putting on the band aid was kind of the least of of the issue, yeah. right? It was more just kind of almost like you had to do a separate type of training of almost kind of like calming him down, exactly, like right? Soothing him. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Bedside manner. Bedside manner, right? <laughs> and um, I, uh, I like, I, 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 you know, I was like, okay, we got to get him talking, get mm-hmm. his mind off of stuff, totally. get, him, get him thinking about whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, let's get to know this guy. I was like, you know, and so we talk about his kids, yeah. what's going on at home, his wife's making him lunch. Yeah. I'm just trying to like get him to talk a little bit, but then I was like, I was like, so like, what happens if you watch like a war movie? Like, does that blood mess you up? He's like, he's like, and he's trying to feel. He's like, oh, I guess not. Mm. And uh, it was cool, you know. Like I obviously I, I patched him up, but like once someone needs to like, I mean, technically, if you give someone a band aid, you have to fill out the paperwork. Yeah. And like officially, you always do. Yeah. But unofficially, like sometimes you just are just giving a guy a band aid. Yeah. But in this case, you had to like, fill out. I, I had to fill out the sheet. Yeah, because they I mean, also have to probably account for him being gone for a little bit. Like, where the fuck were you? Yeah, I mean, he, it was, you know, it was just him and one other guy. Yeah. You know, it was maybe 20 minutes. It's not like it was, like, two hours and yeah. giving him CPR or something. Yeah. But I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm really doing this right now. Yeah. You know, it was interesting. But but then, but then see, here's the, like, he, like the weird thing yeah. is, like, it was, like, in, so after, but then after that, it was a little awkward. Yeah. It was It was like we'd had a one-night stand. You know what I mean? With, okay. But, but we hadn't. But it was like, but it was the, I'm not a hula, as you might say. Um, it was weird because it's like we had that kind of brief, vulnerable intimacy. Exactly. He, he, he's, you saw him be, he's, he's yeah. probably awkward because you saw yeah. him be vulnerable. And I know that's you, where bro. He, I know you. Exactly. Know. Exactly. I know, I know how you react to certain yeah. shit. So that's, that's the interest. That's that's really interesting, and I think like that's a good experience for you to like have. I think everyone should kind of have that experience of like being with somebody and getting even into that intimate moment because even shit happens where like you're out on the street, someone faints or yeah. something happens, and right. it's like that person like people get embarrassed very easily over the littlest things sure. too. So even yeah. that like for example, that person you were attending to, he's probably like never been vulnerable like that in a sense with another man. Or I just being, at, you know, at work at work, and like it's no different like. I mean, when when I was in dental, it was no different than like I see fucking six foot three fucking football players crying, yeah. crying because they're like, I don't want no fucking freezing, I don't want the needles, and oh, it's just God, like certain needles. phobias and things that, that people just develop. It's just like, you know, some people will go fucking well, they'll faint when they see a drop of blood, yeah. or you know, if they see a needle or like any little piece of flesh or something like that, they'll Gross. just fuck it. Yeah, flesh. We're made of flesh. Indeed. Yeah. 
But I'm glad you experienced that, babe. I'm glad you helped somebody be, nice. be vulnerable in a way that was comforting to them as yeah. well because they were in a moment of, like, kind of shock. And obviously the poor guy's probably just like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm going to fucking faint. Yeah. And he didn't want to obviously do that on a fucking construction site because, you know, rep is everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the you know he, he probably he, feels type of way. Yeah. He, but needed, he needed care. Yeah, but you'll come around and be like, what's up, bro? And I'll be like, what's up? And it's like, I mean, okay, I'll never know? see him again. We'll see. I don't know. No, no, I, I'm ghosting him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got your one. Got your, got your nut. Yeah. Got my care nut. Yeah, <laughs> care nut. Um, so, yeah, I guess moving a little bit closer, like, up to the present. We are doing a bit of catch up. Uh, I am, I'm kind of, like, semi-permanently on a job site now through through my new job. Uh, that that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what's cool is when you're when you're a CSO, you 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 like kind of by default have to have your own space. Mm-hmm. And so I have like a mini office, which mm-hmm. is cool. My little fortress of solitude. I'm like slowly getting it a bit more organized, you know, a bit bit nicer. Um, and I'm and a lazy boy in it. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> But I, I started on this site like only really maybe a few weeks into the site starting. So it's really kind of getting in right at the beginning. Yeah, you know, out. they're still, as we say, they're still in the mud. Yeah. So they still got to do excavating. You know, they're not even, they don't have any concrete laid down mm. or foundation or anything like that. So it's really getting in right right at the beginning. Okay. And so, you know, but it's, it's a bit of a quick learning curve for me because... Mm. You know, in some cases, they're like, okay, like, what do you need? What are we supposed to have? And it's just like, I don't know, fuck. <laughs> well, I, I had to think back, right? And I was like, okay, like, what did I always see at other job sites where I was just covering the CSO and it was already all established, yeah. right? So I, you know, luckily, I do try to stay kind of aware and attentive, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know. I mean, there's, there's when you're in a new environment, there's so much information mm-hmm. that like in theory you can kind of soak up and observe. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I do kind of tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Um and luckily I actually retained that information because you know, memory is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um and so I did, like, I was just like, okay, we need these first aid supplies. Like, this is what we're missing. Okay, I need, I need these uh office supplies too right like these are the these are some of the forms we're gonna we're, we're missing yeah and you know sure enough like th- this is a site where the prime contractor like who who's my boss and who who brought me in like they're super they're giant they're well established mm-hmm. um so th- you know that stuff was already even kind of on its way from another job site anyway oh good but um, knowing that, like, oh, yeah, no, like, I was asking for the right stuff, requesting the right stuff. That was that was reassuring. nice. That was reassuring. It was cool. Um, and then also, it's like, if I just say, like, oh, yeah, we need this, like, on the Staples order, they just get it. Yeah. Oh, it's the dream. Oh, yeah. I forgot what it's like getting the Staples order. Yeah, oh, get babe. your little office supplies. Get your office nut. Yeah. Get your fucking office. Listen, listen. Let me tell you something about a Staples order, okay? I think we When both- they know your fucking name, they bring you candy. All right. Okay, okay. Let me tell you, I never not got a Snickers. Never not. Oh, my Lord. It is the best. And if you need your shit rushed because you just ran out and you fucked up, they will make sure you got your shit in two hours. That's, I mean, I don't know that we're quite there yet. No, but like if it's an emergency and you're like, oh my God, like I ran out of this and I need it for this, whatever. They'll be like, okay, cool. No problem. Two hours. We'll get it to you. It's just like. That's good customer service. Staples knows their shit. 
God. And it's when it's a company account, it's like, listen, oh. order all the stickies. Every color. It's every nice. color. Okay. All the Sharpies in every size, baby. Every size. So you, you mentioned stickies, and I want to I wanna do like a quick sidetrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just need to, I do need to let a bit of hate out. Mm-hmm. So Post-it, like brand sticky notes, yes. are, are the best. Yes. They're very good. Yes. And what I hate uh-huh. are the, the Staples brand stickies that are they're stuck on alternating sides so you pull that shit up it's like a fucking accordion or some weird like disposable streamer decoration shit and it's like who wants that whose idea was that they should fire that person like the number of people in offices across this country who would probably all get together and just beat that person to death with crowbars because of their bullshit post-it freaking sticky setup God, I hate it. Yeah, that, it's bad because every time you want to write on like the proper side, you got to fl- fucking yeah. flip it up and make sure. <laughs> like you know, it's like you're trying to be special and unique. And you fucked up. Fucking stick to the regular shit. Yeah, do better. Um, but yeah, it is pretty cool being like, oh yeah, I, I want these pants. You know, hook mm-hmm. up these sheet protectors. I'll mm-hmm. give me some clipboards, and it's just like boom, boom, boom. Oh my god, it's like it's like going shopping, but the best type because it's know. going on the company car. That's the fucking best. You know what? Oh my God, I'm telling you, like, what job did I work at where I literally just ordered everything new? I think it was Carisdale, where I was like, okay, we need new clipboards. Fuck yeah. this mess. New pens. Like, all this shit gotta go. Like, we're revamping this shit. Like, I want new shit. I want new fresh shit. Yeah. Like, and then, I mean, with Staples, like, there's probably also, like, you probably just get, like, snacks and coffee. Oh, yeah. We you can got, go crazy. Yeah, you can get anything. Like, Give literally. me a chair. Give me the $300 chair. We were chair. supposed to get me a chair. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't find one that I liked, though. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, all of the ones I liked were too big. Okay. Yeah, because the office space was quite small, so true, true, true. it was really hard to fit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it's kind of interesting actually being part of a team again mm-hmm. because although like I am technically a temp, like I'm I'm being relied on like a regular CSO, mm-hmm. um, which is why it does feel like more of a long term thing, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool, and and the thing like. I guess I had a bit of time to kind of think about it and like people, it kind of, it made me think like we need to, when, when we're working it, I think it helps us feel like necessary for better or for worse, Mm. you know, should you need to feel necessary? Mm -hmm. Like, like, like we have to justify our existence. Yeah. No, like you like, you know, it shouldn't be like, oh, like you have no value to society if you're not working because yes. that's wrong. Yeah. But still at the same time, like it's almost like people need work to people feel want, necessary. I want to feel, feel wanted for something. Yeah. Too, and like yeah. and valued and yeah. kind of validated yeah. in, a, in a weird sense. It's weird, but society has almost trained us to really make us yeah. believe like if you don't have a job, you're not shit. Yeah. And it's just like, well, no, like it's sometimes it's just, you know, maybe it's just not the right job or the right time or your skill set is not suited for that place. And you just need to find something else because I feel like everyone has a skill set that'll find them something. Yeah. And Um, and then also, you know, one of the issues um, that I've heard about and I believe in is 
is we're not valuing unpaid care work. No. Uh, and by and large, that negatively impacts women. Yeah. You know, you're a stay-at-home mom. You're taking care of grandparents. Yeah, you're, ta- you're taking care of elders. And I mean, I, I've been on that side of society yeah. um, in, in my lifetime. And, and, you know, I really don't, I think a lot of people don't quite appreciate that when you're when you're investing a lot of time in taking care of of a vulnerable loved one, mm-hmm. you know that's time that you're not putting into into your life. Yeah, you know as well. I mean, as, in in theory, if you had like healthy boundaries and a balanced life, either you could still have other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of cases, that that's not what's going on. Like yeah. you're you're responsible for another person's life, mm-hmm. and you know. I, I did it the wrong way. I, I sacrificed my health. You know, I sacrificed um, a lot of time. And and especially depending on the age you're at when you're doing this, you're, you've got a hole in your resume. Maybe now you're not building credit. Maybe yeah. you're, you're falling behind in life, in education. Mm-hmm. And these sacrifices should be valued mm-hmm. when you're when you're at a, a, a job you're sacrificing your time yeah. and you get money you know out. exactly right and you know that's where and like this is kind of getting on a weird tangent but that's i mean that's one interesting argument uh that i've heard in the in the universal basic income space mm. you know because uh that although some people might say like oh that's you know, some utopia idea that mm. actually does seem more fair mm. because, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of jobs and, and lives that you or me just don't have any clue about because mm-hmm. we haven't been exposed to it yet. So I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people are like, oh, fuck, what you, th- you think a stay at home mom deserves, you know, 1500 bucks a month because she's just at home with a kid or two. But it's like, yeah, that's a fucking job. Yeah. And then also, right, like, you know, in, in that case, you know, that that is it's taking away independence. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, and there are there are people that are just trapped in relationships because they're economically dependent on someone who might be abusive. Yeah. You know, or and doesn't want the best for that person. Yeah, uh, and, know. you know, we we like freedom. We don't like being trapped. No, nope, not at all. Um, so yeah, that was kind of like that took a weird turn, but why not? Um, We're a whole windy road. Out everyone's, here. you know, what? everyone's necessary. Everyone, you know, everyone. Well, not well. Everyone is necessary. Not everybody works. But then, so what? How do we define work? Exactly. You know, it's tricky. Who defines work? Who defines yeah. what? Does like you know a a, a quick potentially ignorant answer is oh work is something you get paid for but no no maybe not no you know yeah anyway personal day emotional work where's the pay for that yeah and i mean you know i do think at least like in more kind of progressive places you know eventually maybe we can get to you know some kind of health benefit paradigm where our benefits will pay for a gym membership mm. you know or or a meditation app or whatever mm. um because that's 
I mean, it's like it's it's hard to take time off like for appointments and stuff. Oh yeah, right? it's so hard. Like, like it's so fucking hard to book anything. It's like, oh, I need an appointment after five o'clock. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. who the fuck's you after, open after five? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, a, a lot of clinics now are open that late because they're like, oh shit, like there's people who want that appointment. Let's make that money. Yeah, but everybody wants that time. Yeah, and then not everybody wants to work those hours either. So you have this problem of not trying yeah. to have staff trying to stay late because they don't yeah. want to fucking work late. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I definitely didn't mind when I got to work like 10 to 6. Yeah. But uh, different strokes for different folks. Um, Do, 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 do. Extra long check and extra cheese. This is, we're doing double wide. Um, Okay. So one thing I think, okay, the last thing I wanted to talk about in my Mm check-in was kind of, when we so when we were when we were helping your mom mm-hmm. you know downsize and move and it and it really became oh this isn't just something we're kind of doing every couple weeks this is like oh no this shit this is like our part-time job yeah like after work yeah you know and it kind of like it took me back to the days where I was like juggling a lot of shit and taking care of my dad yeah. and like not in a bad way because there were definitely like negative aspects of that for yeah. me. But it, but it reminded me of like, of that mentality that I used to have to have, which was my default is what can I do for this other person? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do they need? What can I be doing? What should I be doing? Yeah. And, and I, you know, I think, I think for a lot of people and especially me, sometimes we like we we our identity can be tied in with caring for other people Mm -hmm. like you know that's part of my identity that's part of my value Mm -hmm. and uh it was it was weird like to kind of think about that again Mm -hmm. because for me it's like that was almost just another lifetime Mm -hmm. even though that was like four years ago Mm -hmm. um and but it also like you know i i think I've probably touched on this before that, and I definitely think this way, and you've probably heard me just talk about it, but like, I think, I think having to care for someone else sometimes is a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you don't want it to take over your life and have like negative consequences and like kind of screw you over. But, but also, you know, I think a lot of people kind of look at, someone depending on them as a burden mm-hmm. and it is like in some ways yes because you have to make sacrifices yeah but also i mean maybe you're doing something right if if you're being relied on yes you know i i do pride myself on being reliable yeah and society prizes people who are reliable yeah um and you know it's like in a, in a in a way i you know it's like you should be so lucky to have someone depending on you because yeah. it means like you're strong enough. It means you're connected to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it means you're necessary. Mm-hmm. You're needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that that's always the best thing, but you know, it's. I mean, that kind of stuff so obviously does connect us. Mm-hmm. It keeps us together. I mean, that's kind of the. That's why we. I mean, kind of. That's like families. Mm-hmm. You know, they need each other. We have yeah. to survive together. Yeah. And and that's where like. You know, I, I do, I like, I like helping the people that I, I love, like in, in my spare time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it all the time. No. You know, I also want to like have a nap, watch <laughs> a movie, jump on the trampoline, you know, that fun stuff. <laughs> but, uh, 
you know, that's where like one of the things I'll 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 appreciate for when lockdown is over is like being able to be there for people like in person, mm. like in like a traditional way, mm-hmm. you know, like because also there's so many moments that you get that are kind of incidental with being there for somebody mm-hmm. that that are so important you know like like he- like helping someone move you know like yeah sure lifting a couch sucks but also you're you're like you're with that person yeah you know you, you get to talk you know you maybe you crack a beer at the end it's like you, you're still like you're, you're getting these moments these yeah, memories these bonding moments it's important yeah. yeah you know it's what keeps us together you know the last like the last thing you want is to not need anyone yeah then you're just alone yeah i mean being independent is good yeah but being alone a lot not great yeah you know that's where again i'm in i i i'm, I'm big on interdependence like you know we function well when we're interdependent mm. i mean another another way of putting that is also mutually assured destruction which is kind of not great interdependence is better okay um okay that is my 23 minute check-in i'm satisfied like, I, I am satisfied <laughs> you're satisfied i am satisfied okay I'm or satisfied. as they say in espanol estoy satisfecho okay yeah i'm happy for you gracias um i'm probably gonna need to take a quick piss break and then you have stuff saying piss break what's that i hate when you say piss break okay I mean, I feel like you could have saved that for slaps. No, no, no. I figured I'll just throw it out there for the people. Okay. We say whiz break. How about we just say, I need to excuse myself or go to the restroom or washroom or whatever the fuck. You don't have to go and describe what you're doing. I mean, okay, fine. You know what? We're going to, this is another thing we're going to workshop. Just like what I say when we're taking a break. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are going to uh, seek brief respite and we'll be back. Beautiful. Time for shout outs. Shouting out. Shouting out some stuffs. I will begin. Um, I'm, I'm doing a two-parter again. I get two. We're going dubs. Uh, so my first shout out. I feel like we shout out restaurants too much, but whatever. Okay. I am shouting out Socrates Greek Restaurant uh, in North Burnaby on Hastings. Pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty good restaurant. I was surprised when you went and got Greek food, and I was pleasantly surprised because I've never ordered Greek food around Burnaby before. I know. I mean, we'd like we like. I, I want to be like, you know, let's get something. Let's get something a little different. Yeah. You know, let let's throw a curveball to the old. To I mean, have we said your mom's name? No. Okay, so we've yeah, we have, yeah, we have, we have. Yeah. We're just using. We're trying to use first names. I definitely said my last name in like some early podcasts. Yeah. So uh, fun times. I was like, no, let's get Eileen something dope. Yeah. And uh, I ordered too much food. It's great. But it was good. It was a good variety. Good and part variety. of me was just like, fuck it. I'm about to get my first, you know, half decent paycheck. Let's fucking let's, do it. let's splash it around a little bit. Everything was very, very good. I was really happy. I love how they always give you so much fucking rice and bread. It's yeah. like, I don't want this filler shit. Give me the good shit. Well, give mean, me all the meat and the calamari. Right. I mean, you know, the Greek, they always, they always give you the rice and the potato and the pita. You know, it gives like the illusion of a lot. I mean, it is. Yeah. But uh, it's also very cheap. I would really eat calamari. I would eat that, like, what that, what that kind of platter that you ordered yeah. that had the calamari Dude. and shit in it. If they just filled that with calamari and gave me to Z 
sashiki, I would just eat that. The the appetizer platter at at Socrates is good. It's oh yeah, spanakopita, and then the other one with the the other cheese in it. Yeah, I don't even know what they call it. No idea, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, good food. Not like not phenomenally priced, but. I think it's like fair. For the amount that we got, I feel like that it's a fair. Yeah, it's because fair. also too, like that was enough to feed four. It was definitely. So, I mean, I'm a cheap yeah. sob, so it's like is the price. The only time like the price is like cheap enough for me is faux. Um, <laughs> or Bali. Oh, don't say the b word. <laughs> um, but yeah, Socrates. Like I fuck with it. Okay. I fuck with it, but now part of me is like, ooh, do we try the Zeus across the street and like compare? Oh my god, are they actually across the street from each other? Basically. They're uh, within a block for sure. Oh my god, they must have been two. Someone must have worked at the other restaurant and been like, well, fuck you, buddy. And then fucking went, no finish shit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I swear to me. Yes. So that is shout out numero uno. Socrates. So my second shout out, it's, it's a little quick. It's, it's, it's quick, but it's like, I am shouting out. Uh, someone I recently met, met, I'm shouting out Bruce, the dump truck driver. Okay. So it was, I think it was like my, my second or third day on this new job site. And, and, you know, I'm on the site. There's a lot of, uh, heavy equipment excavators, you know, dumping, putting dirt into dump trucks Mm. and the dump trucks are driving away with the dirt going on their merry way. And I must have like introduced myself to this guy, like on day one, Mm. But then I, I look up at this dude, like this truck driver in this dump truck, and he's like, hey, Mark. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, I was just like, why do you, why do you remember my name? You know my name. And um, and I didn't remember his name, oh. um, which is kind of a theme now at this point. <laughs> uh, and, and we just kind of shot this shit real quick. But it was funny. Like the dude, I swear to God, the guy's got like four teeth, like all in. <laughs> you know, He's like an old school yeah. dude. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, smoking a dart in the truck, four teeth deep, just, oh, man, I fucking, I love construction sometimes, you know, <laughs> we, we have the best people. Yeah. And uh, we just, we just kind of shot the shit for a bit. But, like, okay. I don't know. When, you know, it just kind of, it was just nice. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know. I it's, think it's, it's nice when someone just kind of remembers your name. Like, it's a little, it's just a little thoughtful thing. Nice part of humanity we still got. Yeah. And, and I was just, you know, I must have tried to politely get his name again, which I did, obviously. Um, and now when I see a dump truck, I'm just looking out for Bruce. Oh, you know I mean? looking out for your friend. Yeah. Your 4 uh, friend. Yeah. I don't know. I actually, I haven't seen him lately, but yeah. anyway. Well, good on him. Hopefully Hope he's he still back. trucking. Yeah. Keep on trucking, Bruce. <laughs> Keep on trucking. Word, word. Well, my shout out, I got three that roll into one because they all have to do with my car. So my baby, Cleo, is she back in effect? You're going to see her rolling around with her cute little dimples all over the place. Dimples or dents? Shut up. Shut up. Don't talk talk about my child. Like, so do dimples have rust typically? Don't talk about her scar tissue. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Thank you very much. So scar tissue from from who? You know what? Who caused? <laughs> Who caused the scars? <laughs> the scar was caused by Yaletown Roundhouse parking lot and cutting a corner too fast. It was my unfortunate event. Okay. You know what? But your car should. Your car can't talk about my car because your car can't look at my car. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's very elitist. <laughs> it's not elitist. It's the truth, baby. Like you, you, like you, you got Mercedes attitude. <laughs> but you're driving a Mazda. 
Toyota. So you can kiss my ass. Whatever. Mazda, Toyota, you know the vibes. Okay. So shout out. My shout out is to my car guy, Rob. He is at Burnaby Break Budget. Legit as fuck. I like the fact that my mom fucks with him tells me that like she doesn't like nobody. She that's likes true. you, but that's it. So she she doesn't fuck with nobody, especially if she gets a vibe. She's like, nope, forget it. Friends of mine in the past, sorry to say, if you know the vibe, you know why you ain't coming around. So that's like when she was like, when I got my car, she was like, oh, why did you go to my car guy, Rob? Like, he's really nice. Because I guess what happened like years ago, her car broke down somewhere and she literally got it towed to his like place and then he was just like super nice to her and mm-hmm. like you know really like accommodating and stuff she's like oh you know sorted her out yeah sorted her out and he's like a local kid he grew up around here you know went to school like her his wife went to high school with like my brother and like that it's a kind of you know small towny like type shit sure so um she really loves loves rob so she's like oh to my car guy so like i had my car towed to his lot because it wouldn't start because mm-hmm. i had it sitting for a while which Totally telling everybody out there, if you're going to have your car sitting for a while, go start that bitch. Keep that battery yeah. hot because I'm telling you, like, my car, not only did BCAA jump my car and then left and then it died, so I had to call them back again in the same night. But um, That was a fun night. That was a great evening. Um, but it was, it was really odd because it was just, like, I guess when you have a car like mine, like mine's a push start, everything's very electrical. Yeah. When you get inside of a car that hasn't started in a while and the lights kind of start flickering and acting up, like for me, I start thinking, oh, my car's going to blow up. Like I just think like the worst because it hasn't like I'm just worried about the fluids and the shit being built up in it. So that's why I didn't drive it. Uh Anyways, that was a total tangent. Shout out to Rob at uh, Dawson Budget Break. He hooked me up solid and he has a very, very, very nice, huge, big dog. Forgot the dog's name. Gorgeous dog. But yeah. Also, shout out to BCAA. They really come and sort you out real quick. I mean, they try their best. They try their best. Most of the time they sort you out. Yeah. Like the one guy that came the first time, he was really legit because I called them back and I was like my car died again he just came right back around called me on my cell like hey I'm down the street I'm coming back um the second time I had to call them for my trunk not being able to be closed because electronic cars sometimes suck dick um well I mean it's I mean it's the it's you you don't have an electric car no it's It's the electronic system it's like the onboard computer yeah something or other yeah but the poor guy was like, I can't fix this. But he's like, I'm not going to charge you for the call because yeah. they have to, you know, when I'm yeah. like, oh, thanks so much. So really shout out to them. And my last shout out that ties into my whole car is Mazda Boundary. When I had taken my car to them overnight because my trunk would not close and I was nervous about my battery dying yeah. because the light was flashing on my dash. Totally. They really hooked me up the next day because they were fucking busy. They were. They were packed. Like, I couldn't believe, like, and that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, fuck, Saturday at the car dealership. Like, I forgot how, like... Saturdays on the on the oh, weekends, yeah. like for cars, like if you gotta get tune up, oil change, all that, like they busy. They're yeah. fu- and especially I think around January, that's when everyone gets their oil changed and like their different types of like uh-huh. whatever for like winter. Right, types. winterizing. Yeah, they, I mean, wouldn't you do that like in November though? I don't know, or maybe not de- de-winterizing. I don't fucking know. Uh, too soon. I don't know. Anyways, but shout out to them. They really hooked me up. The guys are really, really nice. They, you know, they told me, like, they're going to try and help me out. At one point, they're like, you got to wait till the Monday. And I was like, bro, it's Saturday, and I'm moving. I need this yeah. fucking car. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 we got it fixed. I'm like, oh, y'all legit. So and They have a good coffee machine in the lounge, which I abuse. <laughs> you I abused. abuse that. You weren't even driving no Mazda driving out with a Toyota using a bottle of coffee. Mm-mm-mm. No, I mean, see, here's the thing is like that coffee had already been paid for, like by by us, the consumers. Like I'm just I'm I'm getting value out of out of this excursion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
I've been a chauffeur, basically. Um, you ain't got chauffeur no more. I know. Mm-hmm. I miss you. <laughs> oh, baby, I miss you too. But that's my shout out. Um, getting your car together and knowing the right people. And honestly, it's one thing, like I was even telling Rob, like when my trunk went closed, like I was texting him at like mid, like 8.30 at night. And, like, was, yeah. He was really legit. And he was just like, oh, like, you know, whatever. And I really appreciate that because you don't have to fucking be, you know. Yeah, you can be like business hours, fuck off. Exactly. Yeah. But I really, really appreciate that. And then also too, like, I don't know anybody that knows jack shit about cars. I don't know a single I know. I don't God. know a single person who knows anything about cars. So it's not like I could even be like, oh, let me ask my car friend. Nope, don't got one. Unless yeah. you want to be one. Send an email, send yes. a slap, send right. something. If you want, yeah. Um, but I mean, that's a good PSA that like, if you have a car that's just sitting for like months, yeah, you want to drive it. Like, I want to say drive it once a month yeah. and like drive it for like 40 minutes. Yeah. And then also don't leave a bunch of gas in that car because it kind of goes bad in three to six months. Supposedly you can still drive it once it's like gone bad, but it's not great for your engine. Yeah. But also like if you're going to leave a car for a while, leave like only a little bit of gas, like enough yeah. to like start it and drive it or whatever. And then yeah. fill it up with the new shit. Yeah. Or sure. just like Google all and of And if you're going to have your car sitting, be prepared to buy a new battery when that bitch starts up. Because well, honestly, like well, even when I on. asked, when I asked Rob, I was like, He's like, I'm like, what was the likelihood? And like, if I, because when I parked my car and decided not to drive it for the, probably the first, I want to say maybe six to eight months, every couple of weeks, I just go and sit there and have the car on, drive it in and out of the parking lot, you know, a lot and do whatever right. to keep it, you know, keep it running. And I was like, what are the chances? Like, I'm like, if you have your car sitting longer than a year, what are the chances that you're going to need a new battery? He's like, very high. Oh, yeah. He's like, sure. especially if your car is very like, uh, like electric onboard where everything is yeah. like tech. He's like that, that whole, like, especially with your, he's like, your car is so smart. You can't put keys inside because it won't lock. Yeah. So he's like those type of cars for sure. Your battery is going to, you're going to have to get a new battery. He's like a new battery is like 250 bucks. So like, yeah, like it's not, he's like, it's not an insane amount of money, but it's still like, that's still a chunk of change, still a chunk of change, but yeah. at least like be prepared for that. If you're gonna have your car sitting. Mm, okay. That is shout outs. That is. What is next? I guess we're going to do some slaps of the week and just, you know, you know pew, pew. Indeed. Uh, coming back in two secs, we'll be doing slaps. Okay. Okay. Slap of the week. Yeah. Right off the jump, I am reminding our listeners that we would really like it. If you <laughs> email, email us a slap of the week. Okay. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. I know you have slaps. So just send us an email to markandgeodynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M-A-R-C. Yes, please do. He's getting very, very... Uh, I know. I was being too aggressive there. Getting I'm, a little antsy about it. So send us a slap. Send us a smooch. Be anonymous if you want to be. No, you don't have to tell us your name. We'll you make you anonymous. Yeah, we can make up really funky-ass names. You know, ooh, you know. Yeah, I love a good funky-ass name. Yeah. So. Maybe your name is Alfonso. Frederica. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Also, Amanda, I know you're listening. And I know there's a really good slap from... Oh, actually, wait a minute. You know what I'm talking about. I texted you already. You know, with your mom and the thing. Okay. Uh, you're getting... I. Okay. Yeah. Georgina's getting called from her mom. Should we do it on speakerphone on the podcast? Are you fucking crazy now? What, what's she going to say? What's she hung up because she already is irritated. She's like, nah, no. Goodbye. Good day. All right. All right. I'm eating and talking. This is not professional. Let's get back to it. All right. But again, uh, please, 
if it, I, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm politely <laughs> requesting, send us a slap to Mark and Geodynasty at gmail.com. Send us a slap and send us a smooch. We'll read it on the podcast and it will be fun. All righty. So, okay. Slap of the week. Uh, you start, babes. My slap of the week is you leaving your clothes all over the floor like you're fucking shedding, okay? You leave your clothes all over the fucking floor all the time. Like, I'm talking pants, shirt. I'm just waiting for a pair of fucking underwear. Like, sometimes it is underwear and socks. I slipped on a sock the other morning and almost bailed into the fucking floor. That was not fun. I was trying to kill you. Yeah, you always are trying to kill me. I don't know what's going on here. But, you know, put it on a bench. Put it on the chair we designated as our fucking clothing chair in our bedroom because <laughs> that is a designated we clothes where we, you know, the usual shit we always use. So Interesting. I know, I know that that is interesting for you because you like to leave your shit all well nil. But um, please and thank you um, from management. Thanks. The cleaners oh. are sick of picking up your shit. Cleaners meaning me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darling. <laughs> you know, I'm insulted. It insults my intelligence when you insinuate that, like, I'm the problem around here. <laughs> You know, really, that's laughable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the clothing chair is yours. You put your shit on there too. Your sometimes, shit. yes. Yeah, so sometimes utilize it. It's our clothing chair. I mean, one size for you, one size for me. There's two arms on it. That like there's there's no logic there really. Like in in practice, it's just it's like a ninety five percent your clothes because because you you, you like the, your problem is. You've got it too good. You've got so many goddamn clothes that you can't just pick an outfit and stick to it. You, you want me you to have one? Hey, uh- shut up. <laughs> you need to fuck around for a half hour just to pick out some bullshit outfit that no one cares about except you, okay? You can wear a potato sack. It'd be fine. Painting on your fucking eyebrows. <laughs> um, most of the time I put my clothes on the bench. In the living room. In the living room. Yes. Because, do you know why I do that? It's out of the kindness of my heart. (laughs) So you're welcome. I put clothes on that bench in the living room because I wake up at 5 a.m. to get ready for work. And I want to reduce the amount of noise in our bedroom so you can rest. You know what's funny is I know that you do that for your work clothes. Your other clothes, I will never understand. So, yes, fair point. It's work clothes. Right, but, again. The clothes on the floor. Jeans and t-shirts. Whatever the fuck. Maybe okay. maybe you like to walk around naked. That's totally fine. Do what you want to do. But if I bail on another sock, I'm telling you I'm beating you with it. Where was this? This was in the living room. By the couch where you always take your fucking socks off and leave them. And then when I'm walking around, I'll just fucking swoop in the morning on a fucking sock. Okay. All right. I'll admit that like socks on the floor in in like in a common area is a hazard. So I will I will limit that. Good. I don't want to have to write you up, CSL man. On what authority? <laughs> okay. You know what? Only one of us has the training around here. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. All right. I mean, the sock just kind of in front of the couch. I'll I'll accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I don't I don't want to be slapping you all the time i want us to grow and have more smooches and less slaps one day maybe you won't have any slaps at all that's not fun i don't want that okay fine fine but either way uh, yeah get your shit off the floor all right 
Because I Swiffer and I dice in this bitch. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it tight. All right. Okay. I mean, like, I don't even know if we really want to get into this. Because, like, you know. I know what? If you set me off, then. then what? I can't. I get the smoke, sweetheart. I'll take the smoke. Okay. You know what? I think, you know, in, in every relationship, there's good give and take, right? Yes. yes. We, we, like, we do different things, mm-hmm. you know. You you Swiffer and Dyson. I like admittedly you Swiffer and Dyson more than me. I could I could vacuum more, but then also you know um, I I I I drive and do the shopping in the morning on the weekend while you're staying in bed, you know recovering, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's like yeah we you know what balance we want balance we want we want a healthy balance we want equity. Okay. Yeah. Um. That was kind of a long slap. Okay, I'm not eating anything anymore. I hope for the listener's sake that hearing me chew and talk doesn't suck. I'm sorry. So, my slap for you. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a weird one, mm-hmm. and like, but like I, you know, I I need to I need to air the grievance. Okay. And you know, before before I get into it, I'm gonna preface this uh-huh. by saying the first time I saw it, it annoyed me. Yeah. And then I was like. Eh, you know what? Like that's just kind of a weird one-off. Like it's probably not going to happen again. Don't don't get into it with her. You know what? Let this one slide. Oh, you know what? You should grow. What is it? Yeah, you know, I was like, you know what, Mark? You're you're going to do better this year. You're not going to bring up every little nitpicky thing because because what matters is like peace and love. Yes. You know, that's really what I believe. Uh-huh. Um, and then you did it again. I was just like, no, 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 no. Fuck this. So you put you put you put you put you put you put hangers in the gar- like in our kitchen garbage, like that's that's, that's, <laughs> fucked. that's fucked. It's a fucked up thing to do because our kitchen garbage is not big. It's like it's like you've burned you've burned the whole fucking bag putting like three hangers. Who puts wire hangers? Who puts wire hangers in the kitchen garbage? You that's, know what? That's fucked. That's like straight to the dumpster. That is straight to the dumpster. You know what? I will I and, hold on. Yeah. And then the second time it was one of those like padded fat Ones. And I'm just like, what is this shit doing in the kitchen garbage? The fucking pink, yeah. you know, for your fucking quinceañera dress. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You know why? And I'll, I'll explain my reasoning, the method to my madness, okay? And this is, my, this is where I have to change, I will say, okay? okay. I grew up in a house where we had a little tiny, you know, in the old house, there was this little tiny kitchen garbage that could literally hold a fucking water bottle underneath the sink, which was useless. And then there was the outside garbage right on the porch that was just right on the door. And that was like a real garbage That was a real garbage. So I was always so used to just going to the kitchen and just going straight to that garbage because that little garbage, my mom loved it, but I found it absolutely fucking useless. It was literally for a child. It was fucking ridiculous. But I always went to the big garbage. So... My mind here, I just go to the kitchen and just go to the garbage, not realizing, yeah, wire hangers are probably going to punch a hole in the bag. I mean, it's not <laughs> even really about punching the hole. It's just like, like, it's the, it's the dimensions don't match up. Yeah, but like, I just, just wanted just them big. to fit because they're wire. They'll fit. You know what? You could have bent them. 
if you had bent them in half and made them like small and to the point where like I wouldn't notice, then you're fine. Okay. You know? I mean, the, fir- <laughs> the first rule of doing something wrong is don't get caught. I did it. No, you did. No. By me. But you just didn't say anything, so it didn't feel like getting because caught. Because I'm, I'm trying to do better, you know? Okay. I'm, tr- I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to just live and let live. Okay. You know? Yeah. Live, eat, pray. Eat, pray, live? Yeah. Okay. Bullshit. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you told me, and I'm glad that I hate wire hangers anyways. So I'm yep. glad. Great. Meeting adjourned. Okay. Cool. So that's the slaps. All righty. Let's get to smooching. Let's okay. get to smooching. Okay. I, I start smooch. Okay. My smooch, see, ooh. You got enough time for your smooch because you love to talk. No, I know, but like. See, like I, I can, like I was, I, I, I was, I meant to, I meant to kind of ask about this before we started, because uh-huh. like this kind of like could lead into something that like would be interesting, uh-huh. but is almost like I don't know if you want to go there on the podcast. What's what is it about? Okay, let's see. Okay, it won't be. You know what? Can we pause? Okay, no, no, we can mute it for a second. Yeah. Okay. Well, is damn. it on mute? No, not yet. No, it's go not. up. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, listeners. I'm going to mute it for like 10 seconds. Okay. Okay. All right. We're back. We muted it. Yeah. We used the mute button for the first time forever. Yeah. Probably going to have to use it again. Uh, who knows? Okay. So my smooch mm-hmm. of the week for you mm-hmm. is... You're more self-aware than I give you credit for. Thank you. Thank you. I really had to work on that. People who know me know. I've had to fucking work on that. I believe you. I believe Thank you. Thank you. And so and so now now that I, ha- I have your blessing to kind of dig into something that like resulted from that. So the reason, the reason I was like, oh fuck, I got this chick wrong. You know what? <laughs> okay. Um so we were watching our favorite show. Yesterday, girlfriends. Yes. Uh, it's <laughs> yep. like a '90s, early 2000s sitcom. Tracy Ellis Ross, we love you. Yes. Um, and <clears throat> I'm the Tony. We realize. Yeah. You are the Tony. I'm a Tony I mean, mixed with a little. I'm a splash of everybody, but not with, but not. I mean, that's kind of like all all sitcom casts. Basically, one person will represent kind of a, a character trait that I think every person has in them, mm. which is why. There will always be at least one character that we resonate with, if mm. not more. True. Um, anyways. Yes. So we're we're in season seven. We are not. We are not even season seven. No? We're in season three out of eight. Okay, this show never ends. But <laughs> um, I think you're. No, who knows? But so Tony, Tony's getting married, mm-hmm. and like so. Spoiler alert. Right, Tony. Tony's. I mean, this show is like twenty years old. Whatever. So spoiler alert. Sure. Spoiler alert. So Tony, Tony, Tony's engaged. She's going to get married. And Joan is really salty because she's been with her man longer. And she's like, I got to get married. I got to start a family. I'm an incomplete woman. All that. Um, and then I don't know where it came. I don't know how it came up. Mm-hmm. There might, well, it was a lot, there was a lot of marriage talk in the show. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you said somehow you're like, I'm not mature enough to be married yet. Yeah. And... And so, and that's what made me think. I was like, oh, you, like, you're aware that you're immature in some ways. Yes. And here's the thing is like, and that's where I was like, oh, shit, okay. She's got some self-awareness to her. That That's nice. 
Um, but also the thing is, is saying like being immature on the face of it is, is a negative, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, if someone says like, you're being immature, that's usually like negative. Yeah. Someone's like, oh my God, stop being immature. That's, you know, that's usually like you're being disciplined. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I think, I mean, just being, have like, Wow, I'm just really not saying anything right now. People, people, you can be immature if you, I think it's okay to be immature if you have that awareness Mm -hmm. and you're learning with it, Mm -hmm. you know, and understanding it. Mm -hmm. And because then, because then really that's just, it's, you know, you're kind of building this roadmap to maturity, which Mm -hmm. we all have to do. And different people have different experiences that may accelerate their maturity or hinder it, mm-hmm. you know? And there's like, but also like, there's no, there's no like one way to be mature. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's different when you're like mature, like you're an adult, but you're a child at heart. Like right. that's almost a form of immaturity where it's like, it is, pa- it's a part of being like, it's a plus because it's like, you're an adult, but you also have a childlike heart. So then at least like, there's some things that like, you can kind of understand from a different point of view because you also, you're not just like only in an adult mind. You can mm. also kind of understand the childlike kind of processes of different things. Right. So I think in that sense, like immaturity is like a plus, but then also immaturity is a negative when it like hinders you in life. And then it's like, you look up and you're just like, Holy fuck. Like everyone's getting all these responsible, mature adult things done. And you're just like, I still sit and eat cereal in my underwear. Okay. Not so- that I do that because I can't eat cereal unless it's lactose free. Right. So yeah, I mean, you know, and you, you buy the gross cereal. So fuck it. I buy gross cereal. Yeah. Honestly, you don't let me buy fun cereal. You don't let me buy corn pops or none of that bullshit. Okay. Look, like, so, like, we're not together twenty four seven. You can walk out the door and go to a store with your money and buy anything. Okay. Well. So it's like you know, don't you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe you should just go out and buy buy whatever cereal you want, and then just, and that's it. Then okay. problem solved. Okay. You know, see how you feel after. You know, we can experiment. I, I, I may not. I mean, well, actually, I do kind of want to try that Magic Spoon cereal. I know. But. Box looks trendy. We're not here to talk about cereal. Because like, I was like, I was like, okay, you don't feel mature enough to be married or get married. Like, what does that mean? Because that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, oh, like, you know, I want to have, you know, I want to like be more secure in my job. I want to have like better habits. I want to I want to do this. I want to do that. But like. Is that because, and then like, you know, so I was thinking about it more. You can tell this is stuck out in my mind. Mm. And so is it like in your, in your head, you have this vision of people that get married and it's kind of this like classic kind of like mad men. The guys are wearing a suit and a fedora and the woman is like, her hair is perfectly done and she's like vacuuming in like a beautiful dress or some shit. And like, cause that's almost our like weird like archetype of like grownups and it's like, Oh, only grownups are like married. And, <laughs> and you know, and it's like, it's like a Barbie and Ken like play doll marriage thing. Yeah. Um, for me, no, I think it's just more like, I always knew for myself, even as a kid, like I always thought marriage was a very big deal. Cause even like my parents were divorced. So it was like, right. I saw how that affected my mom. So I knew that obviously marriage has the same effect on some people as well, where it's not, Obviously, marriage and divorce aren't the same effect, but it also has the same weight of like, 
a big life thing, big a big, thing. a big life commitment with involving somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that, that is something where, you know, people learn about everybody. They, people learn about their loved ones every day. And I think in marriage too, people marry people they have no clue about. And that's almost more scary where it's like, you're now tied to them for a very fucking long time. Right. Theoretically. Legally. Legally. You know, all these different ways, but you might know nothing about them, like the actual who they are. They might have been just a complete facade the whole time and you right. have no idea. Right. Um, so to me, it's kind of like, I feel like to make the choice to get married, me personally, I would never, like, I don't think even when I was younger, like 24, 25, and early 20s, it never dawned on me to be like, oh, I want to get married right now. Like, no, it was never like, oh, I'm old enough to get married. I'm going to get married. It's like, no, like when I meet the right person and I feel like I'm ready, then I will hopefully that'll be something that you know, comes in my way, but like, I'm not gonna feel like, oh, I'm an adult now. So I just gonna go get married and just like, yeah, like, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm very like, let me ride this wave and figure out how to fucking swim first. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like I personally, for me, I just don't feel like I have, I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm mature enough yet to get married. Cause I also feel like I have a lot of childish ten. I have a lot of like, I want to say late teen college girl tendencies about me sometimes, even just the way I speak, even the way like I dress, I've been trying to just fucking get out of these fucking champion sweatsuits. But you know, like I just, not that that makes a difference necessarily, but I just feel like for me, like I would like to be in my mind a bit more mature before I get married. Right. I, I, I do understand. I understand what you're saying, but like, just because, I mean, just because someone dresses like a mature person doesn't make them mature yeah i know that and then, you know, but plenty, plenty of plenty of people who are absolute messes just get married but then and also sometimes it turns out fine sometimes it turns out shit totally and i think it's also too due to like circumstances personally for me i think i have a fear of marriage just from my own parents which i think right. a lot of people have with their own families as well when you have when you grow up not seeing relationships played out in the way that yes. these fucking disney movies and all these bullshits really show you that how love is supposed to be oh prince charming this where he at like you know that kind of i think for me like i've always kind of just been like and I mean, I had to tell myself not to think this way for a very long time. But I used to be like, no, fuck marriage. Marriage, marriage ruins everything. Because I was always looking at my parents right. and then some pe- and people that I knew that – some people I knew that were married, happily married for years. But there were people that I knew that, like, I look at them and I'm just like, you're not even happy, but you're just staying together just to stay together. And mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck is the point of that? Like, so I think I had to, like, slowly train myself, like, to think, like, okay, like – you know, do it when you're ready. Don't feel pushed. Cause also too, it's different for women. We get pushed into fucking feeling like where are your children, where's the marriage, where's right. the ring with well, a second you hit like 25, 26. They're just like, everyone's fucking asking you what's up. And it's just kind of like, well, maybe you don't want that or maybe you don't want it yet. Right. It's one of those things of like, maybe like you just, you know, no one ever feels ready for things that life hits them with, but also too, like if you have the choice to be able to kind of gauge that a little bit, why not? Yeah. Okay, but like I mean, I guess I'm more I'm more wondering about like the maturity thing. Yeah. Like what does what does Georgina is mature enough now? What does that look like? Um, I would say like having a good respectable amount of like savings, a good routine, like a good healthy like habit and routine right. for like, you know, like taking care of myself and my body and like my mind and stuff. Um what being like more solidified in my job and feeling more comfortable about taking that jump because also too i know weddings don't cost weddings aren't free kids aren't free all these things cost good chunks of money so i want to be able to be in the mind space that has made to feel like okay like i 
feel like if it were to happen, I wouldn't completely just shut down from the news of that or the news right. of like, oh, you're going to have a baby or, oh, like you're going to get married. Like, I think like for me, I just feel like I would like to be a little bit more prepared. I just mm-hmm. feel like a little bit la- like I feel like I'm just lacking like a little bit just in terms of like even responsibility. Cause it's funny. Cause even my mom, when I was younger, she's like, you need to be more responsible and in my mind. I'm like, I work and I come home and I go to school and like, I do all these things. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm fucking responsible. Mm-hmm. But then I look at the other aspects of my life and I'm just like, okay, well, how do you handle stress? That's not responsible. Or, Oh, how do you handle your finances? That's not fucking responsible or things like that. Where I'm like, those need to be a little bit more tight before I feel like I can make that like big life jump. And I don't think of it as jumping off a cliff. I think of it as jumping on, to another another place like just kind of okay pole jumping bucket if you want to call it okay all right okay i mean i i definitely i get where you're coming from like you know that that does seem that's understandable yeah but then also like i mean yeah there's people that are just a mess and just get married i mean you know and i don't know if they should or shouldn't yeah well it's also different when it's like okay like not not okay for example if you were to propose to me right now of course yes but Ah, oh my god, you say no. <laughs> oh my god, see? And that's the fucked up thing is I I thought about it. I was like, if I actually like the moment came and I really felt like I had to say no, like that would be crazy. Like Or or, or like you just say not now. Not now. <laughs> Come back in two to three weeks. Yeah. Um no, and for sure say yes, but also too, like, I think for me, like, I'd want to like really plan and think about it. Cause also too, like, I'm not a really super religious person, but I'd kind of want something tied to it a little bit. Yeah, but also like I don't know. It it kind of seems like you've you've kind of built it up in this way where like people think like on some big milestone like their like their like thirtieth birthday they're gonna like turn into like some different person and no. then you just like wake up and it's just like I'm just still me. Yeah, of course. You know, like and it'd be like we're still just us. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know. Like I just. I think I'm too wishwashy about it to make a definite decision. That's why I feel like I'm not ready because I'm too wishwashy. Because also, too, when I look at even like my girlfriend, okay, wishwashy. Yeah, wishwashy in a sense of like even like looking at my girlfriend's wedding. It's like I see how stressed out, how crazy she was about it. And given like she, it was in a different country and it was okay. a little bit different, it made me kind of think like, what would I want for myself if I were right. going to get married? What kind of okay. you know what would I want? I don't know. I actually don't know. Fair enough. Not to cut you off, but. Yeah. It sounds like you're not ready for a wedding, which is different than marriage. Yes, that's true. I guess I lope the two together for some weird reason. Well, I mean, like, that's totally understandable. Yeah, I think I just lump the two together. It's the, it's the ritual. Yeah, the ritual. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, like getting married, signing the paper, fucking going to city hall, whatever the fuck, going out for a good dinner, brunch after. Yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever. But I just like, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. Mm. I think also, too, taking someone's last name is really like... That's that's a big deal. That's a big deal because you don't see men taking up women's last names. Actually, I wanted to say, I wanted to say, what if like, wouldn't it be interesting if like, before you get married, you have to switch last names? So we would switch last names. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, no. This was my idea, and like, I didn't mean to really get into this, yeah. but like, what if? No, 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 no. This is what it was. This was my idea. And like, this is actually brilliant. What if for a year before you're allowed to get married, you have to swap families? So you have to like handle that other person's family because it's like, oh, you're joining them together. So it's like you need to take on the other person's last name and the other person's family. I think that would be fun. (laughs) 
That would be Good luck to you, sweetheart. That's part of that's, some, that's no, but hey, you know what? Due diligence. Due diligence. You gotta do some due diligence. Yeah. You gotta see you, what you're getting into. Yeah, exactly. You need yeah, a no year. 90, no 90 day fiance here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta get the juice, you gotta get the dirt, you gotta get the goods. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Like plenty of people I know get married and they're happy as a clam. And I think it's just like I think it's so weird to me to just think about like I'm at an age where this is a thing. Like I think right. it's just like life kind of came at real me real fast. All of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, everyone's getting married and having kids. Oh fuck, oh fuck! Like I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know. <laughs> like so, like you know, but one day, I hopefully, know. right? You know. Not mature enough. See, the thing is, is like obviously I'm the person who spends the most time with you, right? In theory, in theory, yes. in theory, currently, yeah, and. You are like sometimes I'm like this is literally like being with a teenager for sure, but um, <laughs> something like I think, and you know what? It's good that we can actually talk about this. Yeah. Most people they just keep this in their head and then they break up. Yeah. Which is bad. I mean, unless they're not meant to be together. But like, <laughs> the one thing that like I sometimes that kind of that keeps coming back. Yeah. That's like tied to some of the immaturity is like I I. I overthink things yeah. and like I, before I do a lot of stuff, I like, I run through the scenarios and the different outcomes. Yeah. And I think you're not doing that as much. Like you're not as much of like a think things through person all of the time. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is like, that doesn't mean that's wrong yeah. because we need like the world needs difference we need different people we need like we need people with different personalities different backgrounds different brains different thought processes yeah but like one thing i'm i'm always kind of wondering just with people in general is like what was their thought process yeah because i have such like a step-by-step like weird thinking that i'm trying to kind of put myself into your head Mm -hmm. sometimes and and whoever else Mm -hmm. but i mean obviously i just spend the most time with you and i care the most about you so you're who i'm focused on you know but it's like it's like if you ask someone what were you thinking that is automatically kind of an accusatory like yeah like what like are you stupid yeah and but i mean and that's not good we don't want people to feel stupid yeah but yeah it's just like is is part of maturity that like thinking things through thing like the cause yeah. and effect like what are the results going to be thinking it through yeah i think my level of thinking it through isn't what it should be for somebody my age that's why when i talk about immaturity that's like and not being mature enough to get married that's what i mean like i mm. feel like if like if it was like some like alternate universe and i was like 24 and i went traveling and some fucking person i met and it was like two weeks later they're like you know i get married i'll be like fuck yeah why not like i did I, I feel like my level of thinking things through aren't aren't at the like how they should be for somebody my age that's why i feel like that is a part of ties into my immaturity because i'm not always thinking things through to the point where it's kind of like this is obvious you just need to think it the fuck through mm. or think about different scenarios but then also too i feel like maybe subconsciously i don't do that because i don't want to f- overload and freak myself out yes no, I, I know what you mean. I do know. Yeah. And like, and that's the other thing is like, then you create, then you create, then you create scenarios that never even fucking happened. Yes. Which, which is like, which is anxiety basically. Yeah. And so it's like, it's finding that kind of balance of thinking things through, but not being obsessive. Yeah. And the thing is like, it's I, hard. I, I mean, I'll, I'll just be obsessive. Yeah. I just won't think. <sighs> we got to meet in the middle here. That's right. Two peas um, in the pod. All right, we are going to come back just into sex because uh, I still need to hear your smooch. All right. <laughs>
Okay, sweetness, what is your smooch? My smooch of the week is that you are my health champion. You champion for everyone to be healthy as possible and take care of themselves. And I think a lot of, I mean, I'm very blessed to have you in my life to oh, do please. that. Oh, stop. Because a lot of people don't have that, you know? And I think that's really important to know that someone who cares about you, not on the outside, but also on the inside too, yes. and wants you to be healthy and maintain yourself and make sure you're taking good care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you're always asking me if I ate or if I slept well and yes you know you're very 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 caring and I absolutely <laughs> adore that about you so you know I think you're my health champion and I love that you know if I have any questions about health or anything like that I could most likely for sure ask you well you'll get my opinion yes that's for sure you, will get <laughs> you my won't opinion. let me do the slimming teas because they're bad I mean, yeah, we don't need to go around like, I think, like, let yourself have diarrhea naturally. We don't we don't need to buy teas to give us diarrhea. It'll just come. It'll come when it's time. <laughs> okay. um, but yes, my speech is that you're my health champion and you, you know, want everyone in your life, to, everyone around you to be as healthy as possible and, you know, take good care of themselves because that's important because that's how we all end up going through life together is taking care of ourselves and collectively just, you know. Taking care of ourselves, taking care of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's pretty good. I mean, I like I I do. I think honestly, I think I'm I'm finding like a good balance now. Yes. Because yes. you know, I you know, pick your battles. Just pick those battles. Because yeah, you yeah, there was a couple times where I'm just like, oh fuck. This guy's going too hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, you gotta I think it, it's good to I mean with like with health stuff and any kind of improvement, you also like you know, I always think and I I just I mean, based on my experiences, like start start at a manageable level mm -hmm. you know start start with like a little goal that you can actually pull off yeah you know what i mean like i you know what for instance you know i was doing the nike workouts a lot and doing a lot of walking and that and i was being really healthy and i lost some weight and it was that was a great part of my lifestyle when i because i wasn't working full time i needed all that stuff to do mm -hmm. but then also when, you know, I'll, I'll kind of go up and down with my habits, just like a lot of people, you know, I'm not some guru, healthy guy mm -hmm. by any stretch. And, and, you know, if I'm in a slump and like, I know it, I'm just like, fuck, I'm like a slacker again. Mm. And my, like my, my kind of on-ramp starting thing is like, okay, what do I like, I know I can do just to start like small with a small healthy routine. It's just like, I just got to get, I just got to stretch for 15 minutes a day. Like anybody can basically do that. Mm -hmm. I'll start there. You get that little win and then you just kind of step it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, my back has like been hurting like a motherfucker lately. So I, I can't exactly do a shitload of exercising, but luckily my job has me on my feet a lot. And I like that. And I am stretching, which makes me feel much better. I might start like sneaking weights into work and just, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but then also I need to put on those ankle legs. Well, my work boots are basically ankle weights. Yeah. Um, but I also, I might have to, I might like, I might have to just pay full price without benefits for like physio and just like get some exercises and do that. Yeah. Because like, man, yeah, my back and shoulder have been kind of jacked up. Oh. Fortunately, I'm not, I don't have a super duper physical job. Yeah. I just take care of super duper physical guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Word. Smooch is done. Okay. Okay. You had something you wanted to talk about. You had something. You don't have a smooch for me. My smooch was you're very self-aware. Oh, self -aware that, wow. Remember that whole thing? You know what? I'm still tired. Remember that like important deep conversation we had five minutes ago? Okay. Well, 
I love you. What were you thinking? All right. Okay. Uh, Where were we? My deep thing. No, 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 no. Uh, the thing, okay, the thing you wanted to like talk about a little bit. Like this is turning into a longer podcast, which I love, but, <laughs> but also it's Sunday and it's like three o'clock and we still have some shit to do before we're back in the rat race. So we will be wrapping this up probably kind of soon. We'll see. Soonish, soonish. Okay. Well, my thing was a bit, okay, so my, I'm going to run through this real quick. If you want to go Google it, please do. Um, so there's a singer, rapper, whatever. I believe her name is Danny Lee, Danny Lay. I Danny know. Lee, Danny Lay. Yeah, it's it's that's her name. Sure. Cool. Um, she came out with a song. She put a little snippet, and this is where I feel I feel for her in a sense, and I'll explain later. But we see so many cautionary tales of don't post shit to Instagram. Send it to a friend. Send it to your manager. Ask if this yeah. is cool to post. Or am I going to get am I going to get ripped a new one for this? Yeah. Because there's so many times where people go and post things and they don't understand that. Like we now live in a society where everyone thinks they know everything and everyone wants to tell you you're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to do this. You shouldn't be writing that. You're hurting these people. You're mm -hmm. doing this. It's just like it's call it's, out. It's, call out culture. Yeah, it's like calling out everything. Definitely. So, for example, for Danny Lee, she came out with a song. She posted a little snippet on Instagram of her in like a you know pretty little blonde wig, you know, doing her makeup, whatever. And the song was called Yellow Bone, and it's basically her kind of repeating in a mumbly rap type vibe, like you know he wanted yellow bone. So like obviously she's dating the rapper the baby. His name is Da Baby. Nice. And um, I guess he's probably talking about how, you know, they're dating. He's attracted to her. She's trying to get Dad Baby Bone. I get, well, he has several children, so let him, let her get it. Several, maybe one, maybe just one. Fact check me if you want to. Okay. Um, how many babies does Da Baby have? That's a great question. Yeah. That's a Google question. How many children? Hold on, just wait one second. Hey Siri. Okay. Hey Siri, how many babies does the baby have? Oh my god. I found this on the web. Okay. Um, I found this on the web. He has three. Okay. All right. So you're faster than Siri. All yeah. Right. Sorry, Siri. Um, anyways, so I guess her song was kind of in a way describing how he's attracted to her. She's calling herself Yellowbone. Right. So what does that mean? That's a great question. Let's go to UrbanDictionary.com. I have Urban Dictionary on my favorites because I don't know shit about shit and all these youngins talk crazy and I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about sometimes. So. I would assume there's an app at this point. I think there is, but I just don't want to download it. Too much space. Um, so Yellowbone, as per Urban Dictionary, is a light-skinned black woman. Okay. That is what Yellowbone, or any fair-skinned African-American... A light-skinned or biracial African American usually mixed with black and white. So where I mean, where does like where's the origins? Of Yellowbone yellow is a slang, mostly Southern term for black female with very light skin complexion. Sometimes they are mixed, but they're not always that case. As black people come from many different shades, kind of similar to mulatto. Okay. So I think that's kind of an old, you know, back in the four, maybe forties, fifties type of thing, where it's like yellowbone. Oh, that mulatto. sounds like that sounds like like slavery stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's tied into slavery if we haven't learned that yet, but. Yeah, light-skinned, biracial, African-American, usually mixed, black and okay. white. Yeah, right. mulatto. So she's saying, oh, yeah. this, this guy's attracted to light-skinned women. Yes. Um, where she fucked up is that she's not black. 
So Yikes. she's not black and she's, you know, calling herself yellow bone and everyone's like, you know, we live in a day and age where they're not gonna let that shit fly. Can I see a picture of her? Sure. She's actually very cute. You know, she was, she real cute, but she real Dominican looking or whatever the fuck she is. Okay. I mean, I could see how she could like present as what yellow bone. I know we're probably now the definition. Now that. that no 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 now you know the definition of yellow bone is she yellow bone? I, you know what? I don't necessarily want that responsibility. <laughs> um, well, no, you know because what? I'm going to stay in my lane. Thank you, thank you for staying in your lane. Because as per a dictionary, yellow bone is a light skinned African American black right. sometimes mixed with white. She is not neither of those categories. She's not black or white. She is Hispanic. Right, different bone. Different bone. <laughs> See, Google has some questions because everyone's Googling what the fuck ethnicity she is. What was that? Hold on. I mean. So people got up in flames, jumped up her ass. They're like, how, you know, you're fucking. That's, like, that's our word. That, you're not, not even black. That, that's not even, not even that's not, not, not necessarily like, oh, that's our word. Because, we you know, we don't own words. But. Well, you own one of them. Not by choice, sweetheart. Okay. You know what? Let's not get into it. Let's not. But, you know, it's like. Your the way her response was, you know, why can't I make a song for my light skinned baddies? And it was like, okay, fair. Why can't you make a song to to you know give women who look like you of fe- feel make them feel good? Right, right. But the only problem with that is that, and I think the the main issue that people had with it is that dark skinned black women had to work and fight. And they still have to for years to be seen as attractive in a society and especially in the music industry to the point where you can make a case to say, Nanny Lee is blowing up. She makes mumble rap, essentially. Mm -hmm. Where's Tiana Taylor? Tiana Mm -hmm. Taylor has been in the music industry and fucking doing movies and singing since she was fucking how old? And it's like, she's not getting her flowers, but this one is all of a sudden. And you can't say that colorism doesn't exist in the music industry because that's where the fuck she works and lives. So she's she's taking advantage of colorism. But she doesn't understand that. It's almost like she didn't understand that when she made that song. And I understand, like, you know, you're making a song, you're trying to make fun, whatever. All I'm going to say, no shade, nothing else. Send it to your manager first. Don't publish it out there and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna just drop this song right. with this these wordings in it," and then be not real, not, and then be surprised when the world's gonna attack you. The world's gonna attack anybody and everybody when they have a fucking moment to. Any moment of weakness, someone will jump on a uh, jump up your ass. So it's like, how is you as a celebrity? Any missed up? How do you not know as a celebrity, yeah. someone who does music, someone who's in this industry? Yeah. How do you not know that already? I mean, you'd think you'd have a publicist and like, or I mean, someone to help her again. It's about think it through. Yeah. What like what what's the outcome gonna be? Yeah, and I think the issue is the fact that she's not black. You're yeah. you're you're Hispanic, stay in your lane. Like I know you grew up around a bunch around a lot of black people and you mm-hmm. really feel like right. those are your people. That's sure. fine. But like you can't claim to be something you're not. And that's yeah. what a problem in society is where like you have people who are in certain industries where all of a sudden they think that, okay, well, I grew up like this, so I'm just going to pass as this. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know Wikipedia is going to jump up your ass yeah. and be like, so you are raised by who and where? Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. And it's no, Hilaria Baldwin, don't fucking do this. Hilaria. Um, <laughs> don't fucking do this. I mean, a couple things. You know, there is, all like, with all of these kind of controversies and, like, hot things that pop up, mm-hmm. inevitably, we don't really get the context too much i mean in a lot of cases i just read headlines you know like a dipshit Mm -hmm. 
you know, and then I just make up the rest of the story in my head mm -hmm. and don't have the real context. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're right. But then also, based on where she grew up, maybe all of maybe it was her black friends who called her yellow bone. Yeah. You know, maybe like maybe in her mind, it's just nothing. Like, no, that's true. And I think and, that's where she kind of probably was like, this doesn't mean anything. Like, it's not yeah. like she's like yellow bone means light skinned yeah. black woman. So what's wrong with saying like, it's no different than the rapper or rap stress named Mulatto. Her name is her rap name is Mulatto. You can just call her rapper. I mean, rapstress, like having gender terms like that is weird. You know what? Yeah, I guess in a way. But... I mean, it's like, I mean, like calling, calling a, a, a woman comedian, a comedian is like, that's, that's okay. Kind okay. Of a rapper, whatever. But then also, but then it, that, that doesn't apply when it's actor and actress. That's mm -hmm. neutral. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, rap, rapstress. Sorry. I, like, I've never it. heard that. Yeah. Because... People say that. Yeah. All right. Anyways, see, I'm in the I'm I'm an old head at heart, so sure, I still sure. live in 1996. Much hip hop, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's. I feel bad for these women in a sense where it's like you couldn't do anything because every time you do something, yeah, someone's, someone's gonna, gonna jump you up your out. ass yeah. because you are also the women that are getting ahead in that industry, and mm -hmm. you're not gonna look people in the face and tell them it's not because of your skin tone. Of course that the fuck is. We all know colorism exists, especially in the music industry, because you can tell by so many different, there are fucking, si there are fucking singers who can sing fucking houses down, and right. they are just still struggling, while right. you have people who mumble fucking rap blowing the fuck up. Okay. So it's just like, she knows that that's the kind of industry she works in, so why, like, like I said again, send it to your friend, send it to the fucking manager before you post it. That's it. Mm -hmm. You could have kept that shit to yourself. You could have released it on an album and then the album sales soar. You get your fucking publicity, whatever the fuck. Dropping a clip and then having to issue an apology now is kind of like you shot yourself in the foot almost. That is true. I mean, this is like, I like, this is something I could talk about for like an hour because like the thing is, is like, there's talent. Like there, there, there's like, but we, we couldn't do an experiment. Actually, maybe you could, if you could fabricate, I bet you someone's already tried to do this. If you could basically fabricate like a fictional singer or a fictional rapper mm -hmm. and just have the audio, this is an audio medium, mm -hmm. although not really anymore because everything's visual and on Instagram. But, mm -hmm. but what if, like, what if you just had this like focus group that you pulled from all across North America and you played them like a really dope track and then had a picture and the person was dark skinned. Mm -hmm. And then there's another sample group where the picture of that person is a light skinned person mm -hmm. and then compare kind of the ratings and yeah. how much they're into it. Yeah. And like, or even how much they would follow that person on Instagram, mm -hmm. like really get into that weird analytics shit. Yeah. Cause then that's, because the more variables we can remove, the more kind of objective we can be. Mm -hmm. Because even just something like like talent, like an artist, there's like there's raw talent, like someone who can sing mm -hmm. and, and hit notes and and do well. And then there's that thing where it's like, oh, mumble rap, like that's a little bit harder for us to see the value in that because that's just it's popular and it's less obvious to see the talent. There, yeah, it's trendy. You know, versus just like watch watch you know peak mariah carey peak whitney houston yeah. peak adele yeah whatever it's just like holy fuck yeah yeah i mean you know what i will say i think the reason like her her story is just kind of like more just about people 
being like irritated at the fact that it's like you're not even black so please like stop right like so my next point and like and this is like you know this is this is an i believe this is an endless source mm. of these controversies and outrage and calling out is you know you have people who might be culture vultures mm. who are capitalizing on a culture without being a descendant or being aware yeah, but but then I think it's 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 like it's like stolen struggle equity. Yeah. Right? You know, everyone wants to struggle so hard. And well ev- everyone wants the benefits of the black struggle. Well not everybody, mm-hmm. but but you know, people who are making money, who are capitalizing, who are getting opportunities, mm-hmm. they're you know, they're getting called out for like stolen struggle equity mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I mean and like, you know, in in a in a very black and white, you know, if you'll forgive the pun, way, like someone who actually pretends to be black and is getting grants, mm-hmm. you know, which which we've seen, we've talked about it. Yeah. You know, that is that is like clear-cut textbook, yeah. you know, kind of struggle equity theft. Yeah. Uh, and that's unethical. It's immoral. Yeah. It's wrong. Yeah. And I guess people just, not everyone kind of gets that. It's so sad, though. Yeah, I mean, I think it also it. I mean, there's there's so much context and perspective in this. There's context and perspective, but also too, it's just like it goes back to like again, it's like everyone wants to be black until it comes time to be black. So it's just like, God damn it, like until if you unless you really want to be in it, be in it. But like, don't be fucking picking and choosing what part of like the culture yeah. you want to be a part of. It's either right. be all in or be all out. Like it's yeah. just, and in terms of like for her, it's like. It's like, girl, you could have made any song. I could, I really like when I look at her. It's like she could be black. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah she's Puerto Rican or whatever the fuck, Dominican, whatever. Cool. But well, see, the I, thing is, like, there, there's some cultures that are so blended. And that, like, also you can, Afro, Afro Latino. Right. It's so, like there's some cultures that are so blended. Like, you probably do have like 10 percent of whatever. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like in Brazil. Yeah. You know, or or the Dominican Republic. Yeah. So I mean, but it's interesting though how some of those cultures again you have anti-blackness throughout, where it's like you're Afro, you're Afro-Latino, so you're also part African ancestry and you're part Latino, right? But you fucking pick and choose what works for you because all of a sudden here's your anti-blackness or here's your anti, you know, Latinoness or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So it's just you're trading like trading out the privileges, trading out the fucking privileges, trading out the struggles. Yeah, because it's a matter of saying, Ooh. oh, well, let me just trade this one out for this one because I'm gonna fucking code switch. You can't double dip. I mean, you can if you got it, but I mean, you shouldn't. Because hmm. also, too, it's kind of like, it's just one of those things. It's just like, God damn. And I, I, you know what? I really, I, she's made some bangers I really like. Same thing with Mulatto. Mulatto's made, she's a dope rapper. She does her, she does her fucking jams. But it's just kind of like. I mean, ugh. is Mulatto Mulatto? Like her actual name? No, no, I mean like her back, like she, yeah, she is right. black. She okay. is black. Like her dad is black. Right. But um, then, but see, but, but even it, still, it's kind of like, girl, you know that. Like, I'm sorry, but the word mulatto was meant to be derogatory. Why would you name your stage name mulatto? Yeah, that's weird. Like that's it. Meant like it's a weird name. And I mean, she's probably explained it a billion times to the point where it's kind of like, okay, fine, girl, like run with it. People just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Or there's some people who are just kind of like, whatever. Let these youngins learn hard the hard way. Yeah, but but then also like we're like we're in the golden age of the attention economy. I know. So any any, any way to get attention is getting more money. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So that's where, you know, some people just court controversy. Yeah. You know, she could have maybe maybe all of the people 
that you say she should have run this by. Maybe it was their idea Maybe. to come out with a controversially named song because, yeah. like, oh, you're going to trend on Twitter. That's what people care about, oh, right? Because yeah, yeah, all yeah. these platforms of people are just trying to sell advertising to yeah. people who click on shit. Yeah, try to sell them. Basically, everyone's trying to sell themselves. Kind of, yeah, yeah. definitely. Like yeah. we're now, like we're now the seller, the marketer, and the product that's rolled so into fucking, one. That's so sickening. Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, there's some people that. But you when know, is it like when? Where do the morals kick in for some people? Because right. you'll you'll start to see morals will start to fucking slip with some yeah. people. Where it's like, oh wow, like you're gonna go as far to basically create a facade of a person right. and make the whole world think that you're this person when you are not. No, that's the persona. Sickening. Yes. And then you get mad at us for calling you out. What the fuck craziness is that? <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's kind of... You get mad when someone does a Google search. What? You call Google? What do you mean? It's become a sport, kind of. Yeah, it kind of is. It's a pastime. I know. Yeah, it's a weird, like, outrage is now less of a genuine expression and more of a shitty pastime. Yeah. 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 Everyone wants to be upset about something. It's like, but you're not, you don't actually really give a shit. No. Like this is just entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. But that that's what I got. Cause you know, but that's it. And, uh, you know what? In the game. That ties in kind of to a question of the week, mm. which I think we'll wrap up with. Okay. So my question of the week for, for me, for you, for our listeners, and like, and I don't need like a direct answer per se. It's more of like, it, it's the thought. It's a thought I want to impart. Okay. Who do you need to forgive? Now this, this is like, this comes from, um in one of my i'm still doing noom still going well and like one of the things was like writing a forgiveness letter like they're really into this psychology mm. stuff and they said and they're like this is totally open-ended maybe you need to forgive yourself maybe you need to forgive whoever mm. i mean you know we probably everyone's like everyone's issues like if you just have to like you know gun to my head it's usually family shit mm. or forgiving yourself mm. you know so who do you need to forgive you know, I, I do think in most cases, holding on to grudges kind of just holds you back. Oh, 100%. I yeah. mean, unless you have to hold on to a grudge to a person who will, like, actually do you wrong, like, in the future, yeah. then that's, like, a useful grudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's productive. That, like, helps you. That's yeah. self-preservation. Yeah. But, like, are we are we held back by grudges? Like, who do you – who, like, would you feel better – if you just forgave yourself for doing whatever, if you just forgave a person for mistreating you. I think, yeah, I think, you know. Mm. And is there, is there, you know, I think, I don't think you can, I think having empathy helps forgiveness quite a lot. Yeah. You know, if you, if someone, yeah. yeah, you know, if someone, if someone treated you bad in the past, you know, I, a lot of times, you know, I, I, I mean, I think, I mean, I believe everyone, everyone has their issues, mm -hmm. you know, no one's walking around being like, my life is the best. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some like weirdo out there who just like locked out, but mm. everyone's had something bad happen to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of a good, that's kind of a good first step through that door mm -hmm. for empathy and forgiveness is like empathizing. We're like, oh no, like I've had shitty things happen to me. This other person who, like, in my head, I'm, like, holding a grudge and I don't mm -hmm. like them. I'm thinking, fuck this person. Yeah. They've, most of the bad things that have happened to you have also probably happened to them. Mm -hmm. Most of the things you're worrying about, 
they also worry about. Yeah. And, you know, and so kind of reducing that distance and that difference yeah. and that otherness, I think is like, is a good way to approach forgiveness. And then, but then also if you have to forgive yourself, well, there's no difference between you and you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, this, I might be kind of doing a weird rambly thing now, but like, I think that's worth like meditating on. Like, who do you need to forgive? Why would you feel better? Like is in a, in a way is forgiving someone else helping you? Of course. It's always, you know? it's always, it's always better to forgive somebody for wrong, for your wrongdoing. Cause then you can let it go and move on and yeah. then feel Moving better about on, it and not dwell on forward. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think for sure, like, I think everyone has people in their lives they need to forgive and, like, family members. Even even everyone probably has a moment where they know they need to forgive themselves. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I definitely, yeah, yeah. I got some. Something to think about. And then, and then also, like, who's, like, I don't know if I have this per se, but who's the one person you would never forgive? Like, who's that one, like, fucking legit? This is, like, this is the one where it's just, like, no, we're done. We're done forever. And then, I don't know. I feel like we're like wading into like therapy territory. Oh yeah, we're wading into full on pay, like you know billable, ta- billable you know time. You know We're here. gonna set up like a Patreon, and you're just gonna give us money because this is therapy now. Sweetheart, don't give us no money. I'm not a therapist. I can't sort myself out. Please. Oh, actually, also, so our you know what we need is Hatreon. 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 <laughs> that, that's more our lane. I yeah. think. Yeah. Hatreon. Okay. Well, I think, I think that's enough. I think we've, I think we've done, we've done the deed. We've done our double wide episode. Uh, we're happy to be back. Yeah. back um, If you missed us, let us know, send us an email. You know what? Just let us, let us know you're out there and listening. And if you don't, we'll still come back because we care. Right. You're really guilt tripping the people. Send you some shit. <laughs> you know, I, like, look, I will, I will use whatever tactic I need to. You're going to hold yourself if you have to. Yeah, you That's know right. what? We all hoes now. You yeah. We're all hoes. Okay. Well, I think we're going to sign off uh, until next week. Stay cheeky. Stay freaky. Bye-bye.